Student Radio Maastricht, live on RTV 107.5 FM. Uh, this is Zaki Hagen speaking right now, uh, your host for today. Uh, today, we're doing things a little bit differently. We're about halfway pre-recorded and half not pre-recorded just due to some extenuating circumstances. You know, we are living in a pandemic after all. We have to get used to accommodating different things. Uh, but, you know, since we have a lot of things pre-recorded that we've done today, so uh, let's get that started today. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Student Radio Maastricht. Uh, this is Zaki, your host for today. And I am actually pre-recording this with Sara. Uh, because Hi. For, yeah. The whole reason we're pre-recording it right today is just, you know, there's there's been some uh, complications, the pandemic, you know. So we, are unfor- so we are unfortunately unable to be in the studio presently during today. Well, I'm in the studio, but Sara's not able to come to the studio today. But yes. Exactly. Sucks, but you got to do what you got to do. And 
you know, since this is time of pandemic right now, we are, you know, right now we're trying to have an episode on just, you know, looking back at 2020, how has this entire year, you know, been for us? Like, you know, what's a, retros- retros- a sort of a retrospective, if you will. So, yeah, Sarah, what do you think of 2020 so far? Or, yeah. Wow, uh, 2020 was definitely emotional, uh, and it was like, let's say it was a roller coaster ride, right? Like, it was crazy, it had ups and downs, and sometimes I thought like, oh, okay, maybe now we're kind of getting the hang out of it, maybe it's getting better and everything, and then bam, no girl, it's not gonna happen, and we went again down. So, let's say it's been emotional. <laughs> yeah, I would How say... How about you? Yeah, I would say it's been about the same for me honestly like very much an emotional experience we never really knew what to expect particularly after the whole covid situation began and so yeah yeah it's really been a lesson in adaptability i think you know we've been learning a lot about you know how can business look if we cannot go out and go actually go to work how can school look when we cannot actually go to school which i think is very interesting so but also I feel like what for me, anyways, like what I always want to say is like, even though Corona caused so much pain for lots of people, many people died, uh, was lots of crises and everything. And the worst is probably still to come. Who knows? But also it teached us humans, I think, lots of lessons about what we actually need, how we are supposed to treat the environment maybe, and how precious our life actually is and how lucky we are to be able to see our family usually before the pandemic every single day go out party do whatever we want without having any restrictions yeah exactly i actually feel the exact same way i think that this whole pandemic it really showed us what our priorities are and what our priorities need to be moving forward which i think is something that you know it's really good for all society right now you know like we i think it's like we'll talk about this later but i was thinking about particularly like how in businesses how you know beforehand there were people with disabilities who many times often really did need to work remotely or because, you know, for various reasons, they were not able to come to work that day. But businesses, they just were like, no, it's not in our budget. You know, we don't really have the capability to have people working from home. And then all of a sudden, when the pandemic happened and everyone had to work at home, work from home, we found a way. And so I think it shows that, you know, all these things that we are doing right now, we could have been doing before. And how can we, we can make the world so much more accessible in general. Yeah, that's so true. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, now we're going to move a song. Um, I will I will announce it in the studio. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna you're gonna hear back from us afterwards. Cool. So this song is "Anything Goes," as performed by Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked down as something shocking. Now heaven knows anything goes. Good office too, who once knew better words, now only use for letter words, writing prose. Anything goes. The world has gone mad today, and good's bad today. And he's Guys today, the woman prize today Are just silly gigolos And though I'm not a great romancer I know you're bound to answer When, when we, we propose. propose Anything goes, go 
black's white today And most guys today The woman prize today Are just silly gigolos And though we're not such great romancers We know that we're bound to answer When we propose Hey everybody, you're here in the studio with Zaki Higgins and uh, Sarah. Yep. Hi. Yep. Well, we're not technically in the studio. We're recording from home right now, just, you know, for reasons. But uh, yeah, we're, ta- <laughs> we're talking right now. Just, you know, we're having our own little COVID 2020 retrospective. Um, so yeah, for this section, we really wanted to focus on school and work and how all these things have really changed as a result of that. So Sarah, uh, you mentioned we're mentioning during the break about like how a business that your family has that had and how mm-hmm. those things those kinds of things have changed because of COVID. Yeah, so uh, basically, what so my family we actually have a consultancy for healthcare businesses, and while our normal business went down, we actually got offered a new opportunity, and the new opportunity was basically selling anything against the fight of uh, COVID-19. So face masks, then disinfecting um, liquid, then um, anything that doctors need, I don't know, needles whatsoever. So um, we actually produced this stuff in China together with one of the European's largest uh, textile um, company. And it was a great experience to work, but um, with with my mom on this project. However, it was super stressful. You don't believe how, like when Corona started, the world went crazy. Like in China, it was like in a Western movie. Every single morning, I had to wake up at like, I think three or four in the morning, like German time, in order to speak to Chinese people. Then you have to, like, it takes a really long time to finally get to one person in this production center that can speak proper English that you understand then every single day the terms of trade they change the politics in China change one day they said okay we don't deliver anything anymore to anyone in the world the other day they said we deliver then when we got the packages actually to the airport they were stolen then we had our own security line by um, secured by like uh, police and military and whatever and it was it, it was just crazy but in the end we we made it and we were able to help a lot of people and it was a great experience. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, that sounds very extremely hectic. Wow. Yeah, it was but, <laughs> like, I have to get Botox now because of that. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good that you were able to, you know, to make things work because of the pandemic. I mean, I was lucky as a compo- as a composition student at the conservatory, you know, because when the pandemic began, began, uh, suddenly we could not have classes in the building, which of course made it extremely difficult if you were, you know, a performance major, you know, if you had to take lessons, if you yeah. had to like actually practice in a practice, practice your instrument, like a piano, for example, which a lot of people may not necessarily have at home, or if you're playing a percussion instrument, which if you're a percussion major, which means, okay, you cannot practice at home because that's going to be very, very loud. You may not even have all the instruments that you use at home. But as a composer, I was really lucky in that, you know, our classes, they kind of it translated quite easily to a video call setting. You know, we could just, you know, I, could, it w- I would just, you know, send my scores beforehand to my teacher. He would listen to them. And then we could just video call and discuss, which really wasn't so different from what from things from the way our, our classes would be actually at the building. So luckily, things were a little bit more adaptable that way. But it was That's really good. difficult for a lot of other students, of course. 
Yeah, I, I can imagine. I like I feel so sorry for all the people that just started their bachelor, for example, their masters whatsoever, like that started this September. Because like imagine moving, maybe they're coming like from way outside of Europe or whatever, and then you move to a new country, new culture, you don't know anyone, you have online classes, must be really lonely. Like I think Katinka told us about this one, uh also about like someone that basically just moved here and um who, who didn't met anyone for months and didn't talk to anyone for months i mean that must like exactly i mean right sad we're humans we need we are social creatures we need other people in order to just you know survive so yeah. like of course it is extremely difficult for anyone who i think is beginning university for example or anyone particularly those who are graduating university and are now in a workforce, which, you know, it's just completely turned upside down, particularly as an yeah. artist right now. Like anyone who is anyone who is looking for jobs in the arts right now is just kind of screwed because, well, totally. What can you do performance wise? What can you what can you? Yeah, it's it's really, really, really rough. Like, I, I mean, on the one hand, though, like I, we're like we can be really happy that we're still in a system let's say such as university like it's safe like we we can't get fired right however like as a worker and like this fast-pacing work environment it must be super hard to first of all keep your job then maybe get a new job if you just graduated but also on the same time maybe it's uh, it's also an opportunity for people that just graduate to really think about is that enough? Did I study enough? Do I maybe want to do another master? I mean, I don't miss out on anything because literally the entire world is stopping right now. So do I want to study? Do I want to go back to work? Maybe I can start now uh, my own company. I think there are also like quite some new possibilities. And also I feel like when you come from an environment such as university, which has to adapt really quickly to new technologies and being online, I feel like it can be also valuable for, let's say, rather traditional companies to employ a young student that just adapted to all of these changes and can be valuable for the company regarding helping them out basically to adapt to those changes too so yeah. yeah i completely agree honestly i mean it just like i said before it just really showed us what our priorities are and so i think yeah. it really just showed how you know versatile we can be as a people in order to make things work but also yeah. just you know i think it's also been an exercise in imagining how can things be different as well you know we don't have to keep things exactly the same as they always have been we can always try to make you can always try to th imagine new possibilities for the world and society itself so that things can just become better for everyone. So true. I mean, we just got to be positive. No matter how much the world sucks right now, let's just be positive. Exactly. And on that positive note, let's move to a song, which I will announce in the studio. But yes, uh, cool. It's going to be a positive one for sure. <laughs> it was definitely going to be a very positive song. Yes, our next song is something very positive. I'm going to put on Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen. Can't start a fire You can't start a fire 
Listening to Student Radio Maastricht. I'm here in the metaphorical studio uh, with Sarah. This is Aki, by the way. What's up, guys? Yeah, uh, yeah. So right now we are continuing talking about you know looking back at 2020 and how everything has sort of changed because of COVID, but also you know sort of looking forward, thinking of new possibilities. But mm-hmm. yeah, since in the previous section we focused more on work and school, we want to focus on the other important parts of life, our social life. You know, how has COVID affected those things for you, Sarah? Yeah, well, my social life, interesting. So um, let's say um, it got really quiet. I think, yeah, I feel like that's a good word for it. So, of course, like I still, I, I mean, 
I was in summer. I was basically in Germany the whole time. Because, by the way, I'm from Germany for the people that don't know. So I spent a lot of my summer back there. And um, I feel like the regulations were way harder in Germany than in the Netherlands <laughs> um, regarding Corona. So um, for me, it was really hard to like do anything. However, I still enjoyed it because I only met with like two people, like always the same people, my, my best friends. And um, we had a great time because we actually I mean do you remember when you were like 14 or 13 and like you just like did I don't know you did like board games or you like thought about a story and then you thought you were a fairy or whatever and you just like played around in the garden and such <laughs> those kind of things so it was kind of like this and it was really fun to actually explore again our little child inside it was nice and also it was a little bit more relaxing however at one point I really missed the parties and like the the more adult life let's say how about oh. you I definitely as well. Yeah, I mean, I was lucky in the quarantine. I mean, I, I did stay in Maastricht for the entire summer. And like, yeah, I haven't been back to the United States actually since 2018. But that's besides the point. But yeah, I was lucky in that, you know, I still had small friend groups that, you know, here in the Netherlands, yeah, the rules were a lot less strict than they were in Germany. But, you know, we I still had like a group of like maybe a couple of friends who we all only went to each other's houses, you know. And then, you know, I think it was a really good idea to just find other people who you could sort of, you know, be around, create like a small <laughs> bubble so that, you know, you know yeah. that you're not, to, to, to minimize the risk of the virus spreading, but at the same time, you know, making sure that our mental health stays intact because totally. so difficult during the quarantine. But also, to be honest, for me, I mean... I don't want to say that I'm glad that this stuff happened, but anyways, like it was also not nice, but it was a good chance to really calm down and to experience like yourself to like kind of really coordinate your own thoughts and like think about what do I want to have like what do I want to do maybe with my life later on how do I want to maybe change my life a little bit also regarding social life um, and also to I mean just enjoy being also with yourself and learning to love yourself a little bit more just by yourself without being surrounded by people. I feel like that was a really important lesson for me to learn also that it's okay to be alone and that I am able to like do also nice, like, I mean, fun things or whatever, like that I can, that I'm not going to be completely bored by myself. Yeah, exactly. I think that's something that people really do have to learn, particularly nowadays with everything with social media. We're constantly bombarded with all of this information from other people. Yeah. And I think it's really good to, it's important to know how to be by yourself. There are a lot of people who I feel, they feel like the solution to everything is to go somewhere else and travel. But the thing is, no matter what, you always you're, you are always there, which means you have to mm -hmm. learn how to deal with yourself in some, in yeah. some way, shape or form. So but it's been really good that way, at least. I have one last question. Did like I mean not because you look like this, but did you also gain weight during the whole corona thing? Actually, no. You know, I've all yeah, I'm that lucky person who has weighed the exact same same weight since I was in high school. Like my body has not changed at all. So I've been lucky in that way at least. But yeah, yeah, you're also lucky that I'm not right now with you in the studio because otherwise you will get a big punch in the face from me right now. <laughs> like, I swear. Well, I'm sorry for that, you know. It's just my genes, I guess. But yeah, 
it it, it happened and that it just happened that way you know but lucky I, you I didn't really gain weight, but my eating habits, you know, I did actually, that was one thing because, you know, I had so much time by myself and I could actually focus on things. I actually did try to focus on maintaining, you know, some kind of cycle in terms of what I'm going to eat during the day. You know, I've gotten used, I actually learned how to enjoy muesli because that was something that I never really liked growing up. Just having all of the different grains and nuts and dried fruit together was not my thing, but I learned to enjoy it during this time. And I, it's, nice. I've become, actually, I think, I think my eating habits, if anything, have actually become a bit better because I've had to, you know, I've had all this time in myself where, you know, before I would be on the go, constantly going somewhere else, going somewhere else, constantly going to school for a meeting True. or whatever. I, yeah. I, I, there was no time to really focus on what I'm actually ingesting. So now because I've had all this extra time, I've been able to just think about things more and focus on those little things that I'm doing to make sure that my life is, you know, a little bit more healthy. Yeah, that's nice. Well... Cool. I mean, for me, it was kind of like different. I had like always like those two kilos, either they were on top or they were off. So for me, it was always changing. The Wind of Change, maybe. Maybe that's exactly. a good song now. The Wind of Change. Maybe we should listen to that one. You will put, I, will, I will put that on the song right now. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs>
Hello, everyone. You're back listening to Student Radio Maastricht. Uh, I'm here, not in the studio, but in the metaphorical studio, the Zoom studio, if you will, uh, with Sarah. <laughs> Hello. Yes, and right now uh, we're, you know, we're talking about this, looking back in the entire year that we've had so far, this whirlwind of a year, and you know, we talked about how it's affected our work and school lives, how it's affected our social lives, but now we're thinking like, okay, there's been all these issues, but how can we actually cope with this? How can we actually, you know, make sure we stay as sane as possible during this period of time? Yeah, so you guys just listened to the wind of change. And um, I also had a little wind of change when it came to my, um, yeah, to my, let's say my routine, uh, my daily routine beforehand, I was always uh, really um, busy with life. I danced a lot because I do also competitive dancing and everything. So after this was missing, I definitely felt a hole in my life. I don't know why. It just, I missed out on so many things. And then I had to look out for like new possibilities to make my life a little bit more interesting and to actually be happy. So what I did was um, I listened to lots of old school music. I mean, it's not, not any new there are no it's no new news sorry <laughs> because i always listen to old music however it just makes me way more comfortable because i know that i like this stuff so i returned back to the things that i already knew and that i liked a lot because it gave me this kind of comfort i don't know how it was for you maybe you watch also your favorite tv shows again or whatever um so tell me about I it did, actually um i did listen i did watch a lot of old tv shows um early in the quarantine um a good friend of mine back home um he organized a rewatch of uh of avatar the last airbender but like it was like wow. all of our entire friend group just being able to like video call in not like in, not the same as zoom but similar kind of thing as zoom so we're all just watching avatar together in our own bedrooms because we can't be in the same place during quarantine but okay, it was that's incredible amazing. it was it was a really imagine. great thing i mean avatar I mean, last avatar is kind great. of the best yeah i think it's yeah. kind of the best children i mean it's not even a children's show it's a show that's for any anyone can enjoy it but it's marketed towards children but i think it's the best one that's like ever made so true. Oh my God. I'm jealous. Wow. That's, that's really nice. I, I, what did I watch? So I watched again, I don't know. Um, you, the girls probably more know it. It's Gilmore girls. Oh, Gilmore girls. Yeah. That's like very nineties. I was never my thing yeah. per se, but a lot of people love it. I and mean, it's a classic. Rory can be a bitch at one point. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> You're allowed to say that, you know, Yes, it's not, nice. it's not like the United States where we have the S, the FCC constantly breathing down our necks, making sure we can't okay. use any profanity. Here we can curse. Okay, that's great. So she was kind of bitch later on in the, I feel like in the last episodes and everything. However, hell yeah, like Lorelai, she was a great mom. But anyways, I also watched How I Met Your Mother. And to be honest, I watched it for the very first time. I never watched it before. And all my friends hated me for that. You know, I never watched it all the way through, but I, I, I watched it like, you know, as I saw on TV, if it was on, I, was wa I would watch it. But it's a great show. I enjoy that. I don't know. For me, I think the thing that I find interesting about this year is it's a music that I think has been released this year because despite it being a quarantine, we've seen a lot of great music. Like, for example, uh, Fiona Apple released her album Fetch the Bolt Colors. Uh, Rina, Sawayana, Rina Sawayama released her debut album, which is kind of like the sense of... It's very much like... It sounds like early 20s, early 2000s pop music mixed with like 90s new metal, which is just 
really fascinating, but it's also, I think, that sort of nostalgia that I think we are kind of experiencing right now. We are kind of reaching for that source of comfort that we had when we were younger right now, and so... That's yeah. true. But on that note, um, did you become a TikTok victim during COVID? I started watching, you know, the TikTok compilations yeah. on YouTube, you know, they're pretty nice. I, th I still think Vine is better, but TikTok is still, you know, it's a nice little replacement. How about TikTok music? How do you like that? Do you, I, did you listen to anything? I didn't listen to any music from TikTok specifically, but I listened to music that became popular, that also was popular on TikTok. For example, uh, the first show of this year, uh, Sacha played a piece by Mojot Dolma, which is a incredible... Say so. Oh, say so. Do Doja Cat, of course. Incredibly. Oh, Doja yes, there's all this great music, but there's... I think it's, I think, I think it's been a really interesting year for music, even despite everything that's been going on. And I think for me, like making me feel better about any, that's what I just do in any situation where I want to feel better is listen to music. So that's so true. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. So um, maybe we should listen then to a TikTok song or something. Well, or maybe something not a that, TikTok like... song specifically. Since I mentioned Fiona Apple before, I'm going to put on Fiona Apple now. Uh, I think I'm going to okay. put on the yeah. song, uh, the song, I will put on the song Shamika by Fiona Apple. I hope y'all enjoy it. Ooh, nice. I used to walk down the streets on my way to school, grinding my teeth to a rhythm invisible. I used my feet to crush the leaves I gave from trees just for me, just to be crashed in I pass the time, drawing a slash for every time The second hand went by a group of five Done twelve times, just a minute, but Shamika said I had potential 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 Shumika said I had potential. 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 Hurricane Gloria in excess of That's my bird in my tree. My dog and my man and my music is my holy trinity. Hurricane Gloria in excess of Shamika said I had potential. 
Zaki in the metaphorical studio. Well, and in the, and in the actual studio, but this is a recording right now. <laughs> and we're also here with Sarah. Hello. Yes. And, you know, we're talking about COVID-19 and everything. It's been a whole time. It's been a whole year. Well, but Sarah, have there been any particular highlights of your year this far? This year, particular highlight? Um, I guess, yes. My per- my favorite highlight was actually returning back to the dance floor because that made me so happy because now I can really appreciate what I had before and I'm like doing it now more like more full of joy than ever. Oh, that's How about nice. you? Oh, that's, that. I mean, I think my highlight of this year, well, since because quarantine was just rough. But, you know, during the summer when quarantine got a little bit not as bad, um, I started, like, exercising. That was kind of my quarantine project. You know, I would just go to the monkey bars (laughs) in Stodge Park with Sachet and Katinka, uh, the fellow board members of SRM, and, you know, just start, like, lifting. I I, I finally got the ability to do a pull-up, which I'm so proud of, honestly. Um, And so it's just been a year kind of just self-reflection and just self-improvement. Also oh my god, and also yeah. we have to mention the election. I'm sorry to bring this topic up. Oh, I know yeah. it's really controversy, but the election, at least it's over. <laughs> it, I mean, not completely, but at least we have, yeah, this yeah. one guy is at gone. Least, yeah, at least Trump is out of office, but, you know. I the, feel like the, he's like Voldemort, but anyways, uh, like with the name, you know, no one wants to say his name anymore because it just gets yeah, controversy. Honestly, yeah, no, Trump, I think, if we're going to go by the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter comparisons, I think Trump is, yeah, not as not as, I think he's not necessarily Voldemort, but Crouch. I think, in my opinion, yes. Voldemort. Is, yeah, in my opinion, Voldemort is Stephen Miller, but that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> oh my God, no, we gotta stop here and move on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, on that note, I think it's time. It's a good time to move to the cultural agenda. You know. COVID may have ruined our social lives, but it's not ended everything. So 
Um, for starters, uh, this Saturday from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the LBB, there is going to be the craft exposition. Um, yeah, in the big hall of the LBB, local creators will expose their work for you to admire. And yeah, it's going to have a lot of pandemic art, you know, because, you know, it's forced us to kind of become more creative. And, you know, right now we're trying to give more some local artists more visibility and, you know, some support because it's been rough for all of these artists. So there's going to be things like postcards, paintings, jewelry, boxes, clothes, sculptures, all kinds of fun things. Can um, we spend money there? Yes. Uh, there's free entrance, but I do believe you can spend money. Um, yeah, but there all there will be COVID guidelines, you know. You have to disinfect your hands mm -hmm. at the entrance. You have to wear a mask. Say, stay your one and a half meters apart and follow the directions and signs marked on the ground. Good, yeah. No, totally understandable. Nice. Yes. Uh, in addition to that, there are the study buddies with Katinka, uh, which she's having every week. So uh, on Mondays in WIC and on Thursdays at Studs Quartier. By the way, both of these things you can also find on Facebook. Yes. Uh, just, just if you want to get more information on these things. Um, in addition to that, uh, we also have some new, some new content coming out. Um, of course, every week we have a radio show, but we've also been working on podcasts. So very soon, um, there's a podcast collaboration that I edited this previous weekend um, that we that we're doing with Maris, and it's on training the senses and also how you know body language has sort of changed during quarantine. How do we use our bodies during quarantine to communicate with each other? It will be a really fun. It's a really fun topic, and I hope you. I think you will, you all will really listen. Will really enjoy it. In addition to that, uh, also this fri every Friday we also now have our Mose Musica uh, show, and I do not re remember specifically who will be the DJ for that show, but it will be fantastic. Do not miss the music. Um, yeah, and also just to touch off, just to finish off, you know, we always want to thank the people who have helped us. Uh, thank you, Code Zero Four Three, for providing this this amazing platform so we can just broadcast every week. And also thank you all for listening. And also if you have if listeners, if you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you just, you know, are interested in creating new content with us, please reach out to us. You can find us on our email at studentradiomaastricht at, at gmail.com and also reach out to us on Facebook, on Instagram, which we are always updating. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, cool. Thank you so much, Saki, for being such an amazing host. And uh, yeah, it was lovely to talk with you again. And thank you, Sarah, for being able to do this despite not being able to come to the studio. Of course. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to finish you off with some music. Uh, I will announce this in the actual live show. But yeah, uh, enjoy. So yes, uh, the next song that, I'll, that we'll be playing is Underhalf by Ali Bey featuring Poke and Ju... Uh, what is this? Yudeska. Uh, Yudeska. Yes, this is a Dutch song uh, written uh, about the COVID pandemic. So enjoy. Ik zeg anderhalf meter, kom je me oren, bitch. 
stand, play for half stand, half stand, half stand, half stand, play for Yes. Uh, so now our next song will be Excess by Rina Sawayama. guest for the next hour, uh, Denny Simic. Yep, he's in, he's in the building right now. Um, but he uh, corrected me on the pronunciation of one of the artists in the, of the, on, the familiar, on the previous track. Uh, that is Anderhal featuring, featuring Poke and Judaska. Uh, uh, it was Ali B featuring Poke and Judaska. But uh, the next song that we'll be playing is Floridada to close out this hour, the student radio Maastricht.
I'm Zaki, your host for this evening. One moment. Oh, yeah.